Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a podcast from Minute Media. You straight up cuckooed that dude, bro. Oh my God. You've got all your Charger gear on because you're feeling fresh as hell. Well, you guys better enjoy it. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move and throws and touchdown. Do this together. Players, coaches, staff, fans, together, we can create something truly special. Stay tuned for the good content. <laughs> well, welcome, everybody, to the Charger Chat. I'm your co-host, Will Dog, sitting with, yet again, my buddy, Kyle the Coach Duggan. How you doing, sir? Yeah, I'm doing good. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I really like talking to you, Willie, but it just doesn't feel right without Kev. <laughs> I know. It, it really is. A, it's a weird, like, two, like, what the three amigos are the three amigos. The three musketeers. There's something different about two. There, There is a an element of energy that is that is yeah. lacking uh, without Kev Huggin Duggan. Uh, sadly, Kev Huggenduggan is not only still in Florida, but uh, today is his anniversary today, folks. So be sure to wish Kev Huggenduggan and wife Josie Duggan happy anniversary. Uh, we wish you happy anniversary from the two of us knuckleheads. So we love you guys. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully yeah. you guys are having a romantic evening at With the Wizarding World. Of- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're just knee deep in They're poopy just diapers. To- tossing back yeah. butter beers. <laughs> Yeah, it's that. It's one of those kind of nights. Um, all right, gang. Well, we've got plenty to talk about here. We've got some quotes from some interviews at OTAs, uh, and we've got some other newses going around around the league, and we've got a fan focus lined up. But first and foremost, let us start with some of the takeaways from Chargers Day Five of OTAs. This comes from Fan Nation Charger reports Nicholas Cothrell. Cathrell, maybe, uh, yeah. who says, yeah, Cathrell. I think Cathrell. I'm going to go with Cathrell. Like yeah. uh, after being absent from OTAs during last week's media availability, pass rusher Joey Bosa and defensive tackle Jerry Tillery were each in attendance on Wednesday. 
Newly added cornerback J.C. Jackson was also on the field after a flight issue coming out of Boston delayed his arrival for the start of OTAs. Bosa has notoriously worked out on his own during this time of the offseason program, but has made his presence known during the second week of Chargers OTAs. Overall, it's been an impressive turnout for the Chargers as this portion of the offseason isn't mandatory, yet they've been close to reaching full attendance. Yeah, I mean, we we talked about this a little bit last week. It, mm-hmm. it just speaks to, I think, it speaks to what everyone is expecting out of the season. Mm-hmm. And they're not, they're not going. They don't want to left, leave any stone unturned. They want to make sure that everything is so dialed in by the time the season starts. There's no shoulda, coulda, wouldas because there's a lot of seasons that players probably look at their team and they're like, yeah, it probably isn't it. We're mm-hmm. gonna have to get real lucky. So, I mean, <laughs> right. you look at our roster. <laughs> you look at our roster, and they're like, yes, we. As long as we don't f this up, this should be a really, really good season, pushing deep into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, for I, I just watched the uh, the mic'd up of uh, Sebastian Joseph Day. Yeah, I something tells me, dude, that guy's going to be a team captain. Yeah, there's something yeah. about his his energy, his motivation, the way he comes to be a team player, and the way yep. he interacts with everybody. Just. Something tells me that he's going to be a team captain. I don't know. Yeah, he does not. He does not feel like a first year on the team guy. No, no. It just it really seems like doesn't. he's best buddies with everybody. Like, um, I don't remember who it was, but he's like, "Oh, you're over there. Let me come sit with you." Like I think it was Morgan stretching. Fox. Yeah, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like trying to make his old buddy like feel comfortable on mm-hmm. the team, you yeah. know. And that's not that's not something somebody that's uncomfortable does. You know, he walked in the building and he was. Obviously, due to that Brandon's daily familiarity, but he was he's comfortable. He's ready to lead. And that's that's not the other part of it. Like, yeah, you want to bring in guys that have played with Coach Staley because they know the defense, they know the responsibilities. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot less learning curve. But also those guys are more comfortable to be leaders and to be themselves. And right. at the end of the day, these are people. So when a person can be truly themselves and they feel comfortable, they're gonna perform better, they're gonna play better, they're gonna be better in the locker room around their teammates. Um, it just leads to a much better uh, environment and team, I think. Absolutely, yeah. I think throw throw in an element of uh, respect in that as yeah. well. Like, not, I mean, not just a level of familiarity, but a, a respect with the with the coach and what his goals are, what he intends mm-hmm. to do with this team, and uh, the knowledge of how they're going to be used in the system. I think it, it it really speaks to the again that culture change that we've talked about in previous episodes. So like. It just everything feels different, you know, yeah. from from just the the vibe of this team. Um, looking at some of the other players uh, that were interviewed at OTAs, uh, wide receiver Keenan Allen uh, on the veterans being present at OTAs said the culture is growing. Obviously, you can tell with all the free agents that we signed that they like it. Uh, they like what they see. They like what they're hearing. They like what they see on tape too. Uh, come out and join. Hopefully, they can bring that fire and bring that energy. Uh, outside linebacker Kyle Van Noy is a Super Bowl winner. Bring that. Cornerback uh, J.C. Jackson is a Super Bowl winner. We need all of that energy to come show us how to do it. That when Love I it. saw that, yeah, when I saw that quote of him talking about like every position is like is a, is a stud, is an absolute yeah. stud at just every yeah. position, like. That is exciting. We we've heard guys talk, you know, kind of hype up like the offseason, like, yeah, man, we're 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 doing real good out there. <laughs> Everything's right. going according to plan. But this is like, yeah. no, dude, like there are Super Bowl championship caliber players at every position. And 
which means that there's solid depth right below that um, with some of these other players. So uh, hearing that from Keenan Allen, a guy that's been a, been in the league for as long as he has, I think he's coming up on 10 years now, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, I can't believe it's been that long. That's so wild. Um, yeah, he's the longest standing. He's the last San Diego Charger on the team. God, that's true. Was Joey, was Joey there for a year? I think Joey was still there. Okay, maybe Joey. So was they, there. they might be the only two, but yeah. They they've they've been around the longest. Um then offensive coordinator Joe Lombardi on what he has learned about Justin Herbert over the last year, uh, says he's just such an intense guy when it comes to football. He's such a perfectionist. That desire that he has to be great and then his stamina for studying and working at it is impressive. Shane Day, our quarterback's coach, he works uh, the heck out of him and he never gets tired of working. That's a huge positive. I I mean, it's Justin Herbert is everything we've ever wanted (laughs) out of a quarterback. I mean, it. he's just, he's checking all the boxes. I mean, I'm going to be, the day that we hear something negative about Justin Herbert, I'm going to need like a day to recover. Like, I don't know what it's going to be because it could be I the smallest it. thing. You know, I need something to make him human. I mean, I, it doesn't, it doesn't like, <laughs> I've never heard anyone. The only things that we heard bad about him coming out of, into the draft was that he's not a leader, but that, that was just false. Right. That was inaccurate. Yeah. That was yeah. Incorrect. Yeah. So like, I need someone to come out and air out some laundry or something. Cause he needs to be brought back down to earth. Cause he's like, He's, he's teetering on God level right now. I mean, he really is because the, the only time we ever heard him getting angry was when neighbors didn't return his freaking grocery cart. Like, that was <laughs> oh, yeah. the only negative was him getting mad. And even that's not a negative. That's him getting mad. Yeah, that's for, ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, It's like correcting your son. Yeah. So, I don't know. It, it, whenever it happens, you know, maybe he'll get a speeding ticket or a parking ticket or something yeah. like that. Maybe that'll please be post it. the worst. Yeah. Oh, God, please. Yeah. I'm sure, oh man, can you imagine like all the pundits just going like, oh, Justin Herbert got himself a yeah. parking ticket, not a team leader. Chargers aren't going to win it this year. Yeah. Something I just know. like take the smallest bit just of anything. anything. Uh, but yes, apparently he he's a golden god. Um, and then uh, offensive coordinator Joan Lombardi on defensive players being present during voluntary OTAs. Uh, they're here. I think that head coach Brandon Staley has done a really good job of building that team culture here. It's a good group of guys. It was last year too, but adding those veterans that have a lot of uh, pelts on the wall, that's an interesting quote. Uh, mm-hmm. We're very excited about it. You can kind of feel the energy from the defense from some of these additions. It's going to be a fun training camp for sure. Yeah. I mean, having those studs on defense, just, I mean, looking at last year, um, and what our defense was at 31st in the league in most categories, which is crazy, pretty, pretty bad. Yeah, that's what our offense was practicing against. Our offense probably looked outrageous and just <laughs> they couldn't be stopped all training camp. You know what I mean? <laughs> right now, you got to go out there and you actually have to play against these guys that are, are like as good as you are on offense, mm-hmm. and it's only going to make the offense better. So, I'm sure Lombardi is. is Right now, going through stuff like, oh, shoot, okay, that doesn't work because JC, top-level corner, he's going to be able to see that. And now he jumped on that. What can I do different to fix it? And you're able to make those adjustments in practice instead of having to think about it on the fly. Right. Like, there's some coaches like that will talk out of it. Like, hey, you're not supposed to do that. Like, <laughs> an offensive coach and a defensive... I, I've seen this in really? high school. Like, offensive coaches when... do that. 
and a defensive player like breaks up a play or has like a huge tackle for a loss or interception, right, right. the the offensive coach like you're not supposed to be there. You're in cover, whatever. You're not supposed to be there. I'm like, well, coach, he was there and he made the play. So why don't you <laughs> fix it? You know, like let's let's not get mad at the defense. Let's right. fix it. But there's potential for Joe Lombardi to get mad at some of these players on defense. Um, I'm glad he's coming out to the media and saying he likes it, but. They're going to make that having a defense like we have is only going to make the offense better here mm-hmm. in training camp and OTAs uh, moving into the season. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. That's like that's like when you watch a poker tournament and man and a guy gets mad. It's like, why'd you come in with like two, three off suit? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like, well, I won. Well, I did. <laughs> I so got a full house. He's like, yeah, get but better. Ah, and just gets mad yeah. about it. Um, yeah, I think. I mean, obviously, OTAs. That's and training camp. Those are the perfect opportunities to try those plays. And as we've said before, iron sharpens iron. So yeah, uh, it's it is hopefully what's what's the saying? A uh, rising tide raises all boats, or something to that effect. Yeah. So nice, as, as something like that. I don't think that's wow. quite right. If you know the quote, put it down in the comments below. Let me know. Um. <laughs> All right, well, leaving OTAs, let's look at what's been going on in the community of the Charger fans. Uh, The Die Hard Bolt Club recently hosted a meet-and-greet with first-round draft pick Zion Johnson. Uh, Everybody that has been posting pictures on Twitter and Instagram, thank you, uh, because we were not able to be there, uh, but we I absolutely wanted to see all the interactions, all the the selfies and everything like that. It looks like it was a great turnout. looked like a lot of fun. So Um, cool. And then from Die Hard Bolt Club, uh, Rike, the president of the Die Hard Bolt Club, said the family and the bond we are creating with this club is the most awesome thing to be a part of. These people have become family. It goes further than a fan club. Our vision is clear and we are going to change the game. Be on the lookout, Die Hard Bolt Club. It really is so cool because... I don't know. I don't know if Die Hard Bull Club, like you think of them as the tailgate, you know, Thunder Alley. Mm-hmm. They're doing so much more than that. Absolutely. There's so much going on throughout the off season. Stuff like this where they're even, they have they have relationship with the Chargers to be able to get Zion Johnson to come out to a meet and greet mm-hmm. just for Die Hard Bull Club members. You know, it's not, it's not a gigantic over the top, like, oh, the Chargers are putting it on. You have to come to SoFi. It's like, it was at a, le- a restaurant that they have there that they watch the, the away games at, you mm-hmm. know, and they're all able to go and hang out and see their friends. And I, I love it. I, I mean, that's what we're trying to do on Charger Chat is build that community. Uh, Enrique with Die Hard Bull Club is just absolutely killing it with yeah. these events. And they're throwing it, you know, they're hosting it. They're putting it all on. Yeah. They're having everything prepared. It's it's a lot of work to be able to go do that. So props to you, Enrique. Thanks for doing for all that you do, man. Absolutely. And and Die Hard or the uh, Chargers Unleashed for, for hosting also the podcast element of that event. Yeah. That was awesome to see so thank you guys for for holding down the fort um and yeah just the the idea of getting you know not just zion johnson in general but to the first round pick yeah to come and hang with the people to interact with the people that is that is just a a really special thing and i hope zion johnson knows that because it really is a cool thing for all those people that came out to see him um looking around the league uh ian rapaport tweeted out something that was not charger related so everybody calm down there but uh sources say the rams have reworked all world defensive tackle aaron donald all world get the frick out of here dude to be fair dude's been like all pro like almost every single season he's been in but he's never been actually declared all world just put all pro all universe (laughs) 
Uh, Aaron Donald's uh, three remaining contract years to give him a massive $40 million raise through 2024, making him the highest paid non-quarterback in NFL history at 31 years old. God. He gets 95 mil through 2024. Holy the only smoke. reason we mention this is because of what he wore when he signed his contract. What did he wear? No lack? hat. Is, is that it a no LA Chargers? Oh. Oh, he's wearing an anti-charger hat? Throwing shade? F*** this guy. Is that true? <laughs> all world might. You know what? Oh, yeah. Aaron Donald. <laughs> all, all ass. <laughs> uh, I gotta oh, get another look at this. What is this thing? Is this some kind of clothing company that we're reading We're reading too much into? Nolacnation.com. Yeah, they're just a clothing brand. It's okay, everyone. Are they? Cool okay. your jets. Yes, just cool, cool our jets. We don't need to go hit up. <laughs> you know, if Kevin was here, Twitter. he'd be like, no fucking oh. way, dude. Fuck that guy. <laughs> That's why he put it in the outline. He's fired up. <laughs> I mean, it is so close. So it's if you see the picture, it's a blue hat. And there, it appears to be an emoji in the middle, which the Chargers have kind of as far as in the football world, football world have cornered the market on the u- utilizing the emoji yeah. uh, throughout the stadium. So you would, it's easy to think that that is an emoji yeah. of the Chargers, and then no LAC, yeah, which for a Charger fan says no it. LA Chargers. Yes, you could read into it. We don't have to though. I can confirm, clothing company boy that not is related to hating the Chargers. That is so. That just went right over Close. his head. He didn't. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. You're off the hook. All world defensive tackle for now. Involved. For now. <laughs> but oh boy, don't you let don't let me catch you wearing that again. Ninety. I'm not telling you what I'm going to do. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Ninety five million dollars. Because he was thinking about retiring. I know there was a he, part of me that was like, oh, please just go, <laughs> just get yeah. out of here. Let somebody else. Have some fun, yeah. but no. And they had to, they had to, they had to splash the pot. They had to spice some things up a little bit to keep them around. Well, for an all-world defensive tackle, you got to <laughs> space jam <laughs> status. You got to shovel that money tackle. in exactly. Yeah. Um, and then <laughs> I got to talk about. I don't. Everybody's kind of already talked about it, so it's a little bit of old news. But the Denver Broncos putting out this video <laughs> of Russell Wilson. They uh, were trying to make fun of him. Like, that's the only thing I can think I of. I don't know. I don't know what they were thinking because it was Russell Wilson in front of a green screen. If you haven't seen it, look it up. Just oh, Russell just Wilson. on YouTube, you can find uh, it. Yeah, you Let, can find Russell it. Russell Wilson, let's ride. Let's Type ride. It into yes. YouTube and it's bad. <laughs> and it's just him in front of a green screen. And it just starts <laughs> with like, let's ride. Let's, let's ride. ride. Let's ride. And then you can hear somebody off camera go say, uh, Broncos country, let's ride. And then it's Broncos country, let's ride. Like, I <laughs> don't ride. know what <laughs> he was trying to do, like a blue steel or something. Like, yeah. his energy ne- didn't get above a three. <laughs> no. <laughs> For a guy that's supposed to say, Broncos country, let's ride. Like, yeah, it's like it's like something they're going to show on the big screen to get the stadium hyped up. That's, he, that's what they're recording. <laughs> he's like even moving his hands like, yeah. everybody get up. Broncos yeah, country, yeah. let's ride. <laughs> like, oh man. Yeah, it's not good. Somebody wake this guy up, get him a cup of coffee or something. It's just like the Chargers media team would, if even if one of our 
guys was goofy enough to say that, they wouldn't put it out there for everyone to see. That's just embarrassing your starting quarterback. There's, but yeah, I think that's the thing is like, there's a difference between like something funny, like Chris Ruff yeah. behind the scene going, oh, there's puppies? Like, yeah, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah. But to show your quarterback trying to hype everybody up and not yeah. doing a very good job no, of it. I hope they play it in the stadium when we play. I would love it. <laughs> I, I they they might just like redub his voice. Like they'll bring a voice actor in to like somebody know, right? else get the voice in here because Les Rod isn't gonna Les cut Rod. it. So Les Rod. Um all right. Well, if you want to ride over to our <laughs> website, chargerchat.com, uh, you can check out all the cool stuff we've got over there. T-shirts, stickers, hoodies, all the good stuff. Uh, and we've got a member section where you can chat it up with other Charger Chatteers and ask questions and ask both fans. So go check it out. Chargerchat.com. All right, gang. Well, now it's time to go on to the next segment. It is Fan Focus. Kevin will be here for Fan Focus, so let's see what fan Kevin interviewed this week. Let's ride. Let's ride. All right, guys, we are back with another Fan Focus, and we're super excited to have Ryan from Arizona. What is going on, Ryan? Not much. How are you guys doing? Doing awesome. Doing awesome. I'm actually really excited for this Fan Focus because you're a fan. You were a fan in the past, and you recently have come back in the fold, and we are thrilled that you're back. before we get to that, you know, how did you originally become a Charger fan? Uh, we got to go <laughs> way back. Um, I'm a little bit older, so I, I, uh, we grew up in San Diego, uh, an old military family uh, throughout the 90s, essentially. Um, so, you know, my mom was a, a football fan. Uh, watched, you know, the old Steelers, the old Cowboys back in the 70s with her, with her dad. And uh, she passed that on to us because my dad was you know, in the military, deployed a lot. We needed something to, to connect us. Um, so, you know, my mom kind of brought me along in, in the Charger fandom. They were local. It was easy to get involved with. And um, that's really how it all started. I mean, my, my first memories are of that 94 Super Bowl team. And, nice. um, I was, what, six or seven at the time? Um, so I was clearly in that very uh, impressionable age where you know, I was going to love everything about the Chargers no matter what. So that's really how it started. It's just being, being in the middle of it all. Fortunately, yeah. you you and I are same same thing. Grew up in San Diego. That was a very formidable time for me too, and it was just an exciting time to be a Charger fan. And it's getting really exciting again to be a Charger fan. And I wanted to get your insight because um, you know you did decide not to like follow the team up to LA. Um, and then what you know what was that like for you? Like not having your team for a few years. Like what was that like for you? It was. Uh... Honestly, it was probably a good thing. Um, and, you know, I say that kind of big picture. Um, you know, we moved to Utah where I, you know, was there for a while um, in 2000. You know, so we already kind of had a uh, little bit of a disconnect with the team. Mm-hmm. You know, but we still made yearly, yearly treks down to, to Qualcomm and all that. Um, but then when, when the move came down, we were still holding out hope for, for the boat and all that stuff. Uh, but 2016 was still just a really weird year. We knew the team had a foot out the door. No one was super excited. And um, 
you know, we were, we were just angry. Um, sure. Me and my brother, particularly, uh, my parents stayed on, um, which is kind of why I came back. Um, so, so me and my brothers, we, we got angry and, um, all right, I'm going to go follow the Raiders. <laughs> oh no. Gosh, I know. I know a little bit of a TMI, but you know, being able to, to step back from the team and learn to love the game and, and all the other teams and their histories, you know, I was able to go back and dig into those. So, you know, the Raiders, the Patriots, um, the bears, you know, I did a lot of research in other teams you know, cause I kind of wanted a new team, but you know, it all came back around in the last few years where I just, you know, nothing really felt comfortable. Um, so yeah, there's nothing like that. Nothing like that powder blue, man. It just fits good. It, it is. I mean, I've, I've been with it for, you know, most of my life, you know, at least you know, 20 some years. So, you know, it's comfortable. It is like coming home. Yeah, well, we're we're super excited that you are. I, we're just, and that's the thing is, I think there's this kind of disconnect a little bit with fans where they're like, "All right, well, you're a salty, like what, like no, like there, people are upset about the move. I get it. Like I, it was easier for me because I wasn't in San Diego, but my whole family still is. So they it's just different emotions, and you know, we all will come and find it, the team, however we decide to do it. And you're back now, and that's awesome, and and we're glad and get out of here Raiders back to the chargers. Let's do this. So, you know, with that being said, what, you know, seeing what this roster is seeing what this team is, what are you most looking forward to this upcoming season for the chargers? Um, I think the offense again, um, you know, traditionally they've always been an offensive team. Uh, they've been blessed with franchise quarterbacks, you know, yes. For whatever reason, <laughs> we're so lucky, so lucky, just, just so good. Um, but really, it's just that you know, eventually they got to get over the hump. Um, you know, they built up the defense again. I think they've got some solid leadership again, especially up the middle with uh, Kyle and uh, yeah, little Mac coming up off the edge, and and it's I don't know. There's a lot of different things lately that that had me coming back. Um, especially, you know, visiting my parents lately, um, you know, they're getting up, up in age and, and it's not that important. I mean, football, it's entertainment. Sure. I shouldn't have to give up personal relationships or that sort of thing. Um, you know, I, I don't know if you were around for the, uh, Chargers message board back in the day. A little um, bit. Yeah. A little bit. You know, I met a lot of those guys in person. Um, and, and that's where a lot of the excitement about the coming season comes to is those personal relationships you build with guys sure. and being able to talk about it. But I mean, for the team itself, absolutely the offense and, and finally having a defense that can hopefully keep up with them. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We got some studs, man. It's going to be a dynamic season and we're, Hey, we're, we're really thrilled you're back. So welcome back, Ryan from all of us charging <laughs> chat. We're pumped back in the fold. Let's do this. And, uh, yeah, man. If you ever if you ever make it out to SoFi, make it out to a game. Hit us up. You know, we'll throw one back at uh, Thunder Alley. Yeah, absolutely. Planning on it. Let's do it, man. All right, man. Well, thank you so much again for your time. It was a pleasure meeting you, and uh, let's uh, let's keep in touch. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Thanks, man. Well, damn, Ryan, you've uh, been around the world looking for looking for another football team, but you came back, baby. You they came back, and that's what back. matters. They all come you know, crawling. I'll back. give it to you. 
That is very bold. Claiming that you went and rooted for the Raiders. Yeah, man. Came, like, I understand you came back, but that's bold to come out and actually admit that now being on the on the good side. Right. So props to you for being honest. I know it was hard for a lot of people. Sure. They had to digest, and I get, like, having to take a step back. But you can't. You made the right decision. You came back. And I will say, don't blow, don't, don't get upset with Ryan in the comments that he was a Raider fan. We've all made mistakes. That's right. Hey, we're all we human. Hate our penance. And that's right. now he's back. We, we, that's right. Look, being a Raider fan is punishment enough. <laughs> that's doesn't right. need to be told about it again. He got the there and was like, oh man, this is oh, what God. it's like. It's awful. I want to go to the Patriots. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then Tom uh, Brady leaves. That's and then yeah, and so then he oh, was Ryan, like, well, "Welcome like, back, dude. yeah, welcome back, buddy. Good to have you." Uh, obviously, this is this is the time to come back. This this yeah. team is a special team, and it's going to do some pretty special things. So, thank you for coming on and and chatting mm-hmm. with Kev. We appreciate it. And now, gang, it is time to go on to Ask Bold Fam Two Person Edition. Will it be funny? Let's ride. Let's ride. <laughs> <laughs> Time to put your money where your mouth is. Oh, hi, guys. Don't jam a thumb up his butthole. That's what you do. I wet myself in excitement. Oh, so hungry. Your thoughts are like totally appreciated. <laughs> Catch you later, dude. Okay, love you, boy. That's right, gang. It is time for Ask Bolt Fam, and we start this Ask Bolt Fam off with CD, who asked the question. Let me ask you, baby, if you could do something dangerous with no risk, what would it be? Swim with sharks, rub a bank, scissor kick cam, bitches, Hayward in the back of the head. Let's hear it. And secondly, what's y'all's go-to beer, baby? All right, CD. Well, this is a great question. If you could do something dangerous with no risk. It's got to be something to Derek Carr. I just don't know what. Ooh. Because scissor kicking cam hayward in the back of the head that that's that would be while understandable yeah it feels like it should be something within the division (laughs) (laughs) something that might actually help us out because i don't even think we play the steelers this year um let's see i don't know swimming with sharks would be pretty sick i was gonna say charger related like if i could swim with any shark as close as I wanted with no risk of getting eaten. Yeah. That'd be pretty like life changing. I yeah. think. I would yeah. ride because you could hold onto the fin and ride on it. You could do a oh, lot totally. of stuff. Totally. Yeah. Ocean's terrifying yeah. Uh, in every aspect. So <laughs> yeah. being able to just go in the ocean without fear, that would be awesome. <laughs> just go to the beach without <laughs> consequence. That'd be good. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I would like to hang out with like some other dangerous animal, like a bear or a, or a lion, lion or a tiger or something oh. like that. All of them. Yeah, just Lions, like a tiger's just, bears. just sitting oh in a pile of dangerous animals <laughs> going king. like, what's up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um all right. And then what's y'all's go-to beer? What's your go-to beer there? I don't know. I haven't been I don't know if this is not gonna make me sound good, but I haven't really been <laughs> drinking a whole lot of beer. I think like well, <laughs> a go-to tailgating is a modello. That's sure, kind of like modello's that's the, kind of my go-to drink beer for yeah. Sure. I think if I if I'm just going out to the bar, you know, cheap beer night, it would be a Coors Light. If I want to, if I want a little something to sip on, like some kind of micro brew or something like that, I'm always good for like a stout of some kind, like the like the Belching Beaver chocolate mm-hmm. peanut butter stout. Peanut like butter. shut your mouth, that is so damn good. 
Yeah. I'll sip on that for hours. So there you go. CD, we're hanging with dangerous animals and drinking good beer, but thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Herb, who asked the question. Hey, suckers. Besides Zion Johnson, who are you guys most excited about who we've drafted? This is the year we get that bling bling you heard. Also, which undrafted motherfucker you see making the team? All right, so who who are you most excited about as far as who we've drafted? Uh, in this year's draft? Yeah, I think so. so. Yeah, besides Zion Johnson, who are you guys most excited about who we've drafted? Yeah, um, I think, I think, just one sec. Yeah, you're good. Okay. Um, yeah, I think for me, it's Isaiah Spiller. He's just at that position that's fun to watch and one that's going to have an intense battle in the training camp to come mm-hmm. um, and preseason. So uh, I'm really excited to see. And I think I've heard a lot of people talking about it, and I agree. I think um, it allows Austin Eckler potentially, if Isaiah is who we hope he can be, um, they are who we thought they were. <laughs> Um, if he can we be that guy with it, yeah. If if he can be that guy, it could allow a lot of freedom for Eckler. Right. I think Austin could thrive in that change of pace, catch people off guard, not be exhausted carrying the rock inside the tackles. He can. I'm not saying he can't do it, mm-hmm. but I think he could be that much better if he's fresh when he gets the ball on the outside, um, catching the ball to the backfield, doing some of those types of lining up outside. Um, so yeah, Isaiah Spiller is the draft pick that I'm I'm most excited for. Yeah, I, I think it's easy to get excited about uh him and the at the position that we got him. To me, the most the one that I'm most excited about, and it's just because of how much of a steal everybody claimed him to be, is Jamari Salier. Like to yeah. get uh to get a guy and especially for the offensive line that dropped so far. You know, out of that three, four range down to six, and yeah. for us to just get him, like just yeah. he's just sitting there. I mean, might as well take him. Like, I, it, it's not necessarily a huge position of need in the guard position, but you know, some of the tape that we did see, he did play tackle a couple times, so he just seems to be that versatile offensive line guy that we like our versatility now on the Chargers. So, getting a guy of that value with that kind of versatility that low in the draft. I'm excited to see what kind of a contribution he can make to this team. Um, And then as far as what undrafted motherfucker we see making the team, um, boy, that's hard to say. (laughs) Cause like, yeah, I think until, until preseason starts and training camp gets going, we don't really, I I mean, I just, I can't, I can't say with any kind of certainty mm -mm. if any of these guys are, our roster is not what it has been in the past where there's obvious holes and there's, that number three spot at a certain position that's lacking and we need someone to step up. I, I think it's going to take a out, out of the ordinary gigantic preseason for someone that's undrafted to take someone's spots on this Chargers roster. Yeah. I mean, when we talk about the, the positions and the depth that we have at every position, like we're, th- we're talking about Tillery not making the squad. I know. Like, so it's so like, the the only position that we can even talk about like being kind of a question mark is that right tackle position. Yeah. And the only from this list I'm looking at, it might not be totally accurate, but the only tackle that I see that we drafted as an undrafted free agent is Andrew Trainer from William and Mary. So maybe he can make it if <laughs> yeah. if if we if we're feeling like rolling the dice on it, but 
anybody else, like I'm looking at all the positions, it's like tight end, no, wide receiver, no, maybe, maybe wide receiver, maybe no. running back. There was a couple of couple of guys we picked up. Yeah, there was a couple um, of running backs. Kevin Marks, Letty Brown. Yeah. Like I just I think what I gotta see him. I yeah, I can go back and watch some of their tape, but it's till I see them line up, run plays in our offense, kind of how they look. It's going to be hard for me to pick a free agent that's that could potentially make the team. It's right, going to be really hard. Maybe on. a practice squad, but it could be really hard. Yeah. So, Herb, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Boltville714, who asked the question. So, uh, what's your favorite Charger memorabilia item that you own? Mine is my J. Herbo jersey. I got signed by him at DraftFest. The Raiders. Okay, love you. Bye. That's a good Obama. Adam. Is it? I don't yeah, I like know. <laughs> sometimes yeah, I like if you can, if you can just get the cadence down, sometimes yes, that's the cadence. It's just good enough. Yeah. Um. All right. Favorite favorite Charger memorabilia slash item that you own. So I don't have a ton to be honest. Mm-hmm. I just not a collector in that way. I my uncle gave me this really cool Keenan Allen jersey that was framed. Oh, nice. Um. I ended up sending it to Kevin because Kevin just every time he saw it, he like started crying and <laughs> begged for it. I was like, fine, dude, I'll send it out. So that's at his house now. Oh man. On, um on his anniversary, you got <laughs> to talk about him crying. <laughs> well, everyone knows he's very emotional about the He can be very emotional, yes. Yeah. I, I can't argue that. <laughs> so I think my current favorite memorabilia is actually Adam sent it to me for Christmas last year. It's a Philip Rivers rookie card. Ah, uh, yeah, uh, which is really cool. That's 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 something that I I keep keep close. So yeah, that's my favorite movie that I have right now. Awesome. Yeah, I mean for me, I I don't have a ton of memorabilia. Like I I have definitely I wasn't even big on like buying jerseys or anything like that. Like I've started buying more hats. I've started buying more jerseys, um, just because I could. Uh, but as far as like my favorite memorabilia piece um the i mean what actually at least feels like memorabilia is and i'm, I'm looking at it right now is that the austin eckler helmet that you got me uh that was signed by austin eckler which is awesome like that's that and the austin eckler card are the two things two of the only things that i have signed by any charger which is awesome and then kevin got me a uh justin herbert coin uh from when we drafted him uh, a couple of years ago. So it was a rare Justin Herbert coin. So I've got those sitting on my shelves. I get to look at them every day. Mm. They're beautiful. Uh, all right. Well, there you go. Boltville 714. Thank you for asking the question. Yeah, and thanks for rubbing in the fact that you got a Herbert jersey signed. Yeah, freaking. You... I'm really happy for you. But I'm happy for everybody that's jealous. gotten something signed by Justin Herbert in yeah. their possession. I wish I was one of those people. I'm yeah. not. But maybe one day. One day, let's ride. All right, let's move it on now to Fire Telesco, who asked the question. Do you see the Chargers ditching Herbert if he goes the Baker route? Have two solid seasons and two bad seasons? Reminds me when they drafted Rivers pre-Breeze injury. Uh, no. No. (laughs) Not at all. Nope, nope, nope. Um... Because you can say that, because uh, especially the way that you word this, having two solid seasons, listen, if Justin Herbert breaking <laughs> records is just a solid season. Yeah. You can't compare his seasons can't. to Baker Mayfield's You can't. Seasons. So no. it, it's like, 
these weren't just like serviceable seasons. These were record breaking. Yeah. Ain't nobody done it better seasons. So, uh, no, I, I think if, if Herbert somehow had a bad season, that you would just have to chalk that up as a fluke because so yeah, far he's yeah, gone. Yeah. His two first seasons were borderline immaculate. So it, it yeah, no, there's no way that they go and the I Baker route. I don't necessarily understand that reminds him when they drafted pre- Rivers pre-Breeze injury. We don't have a backup in waiting right now. There's no. nobody that we've drafted behind Justin that we're like, uh, I don't know if Justin's the guy. With Breeze, it was like, I don't know <laughs> right. if you're the guy. Let's draft Philip Rivers. There's no there's no high draft picks being spent on someone to back up no. Justin Herbert. I guess soon. he means if Herbert has a bad season this season that we draft a quarterback in the first round oh, next maybe. season or something like that. I don't think so. I don't think so. No, I think you just got to if if that happens. He's proven himself yeah, already. No, he's, he's proven NFL level quarterback above and beyond. I mean, not even just as a quarterback, but just as a presence in the locker room, a presence off the field. As as we've said, nobody. It, it seems like nobody can find a bad thing about this guy. So there's no way. And it, I just don't. I don't not see him having a, a a Baker Mayfield type season. There's no reason to. No reason yeah. to. So, uh, fired Telesco. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to J Rob, who asked the question. Hey, CC fam. Before I ask my question, I just want to say I've been listening to your podcast for the past year now, and I just want to say you guys honestly make the season a whole lot better. Listening to you guys and the rest of the Bolt fam insight on here makes me realize I'm not alone after a tough loss. LOL. I especially feel it when Coach says he avoids all social media after a loss because I'm the exact same way, lol. This podcast is amazing and I will keep on supporting it as long as I can. Now to my question. I know we don't talk about it too much because of how amazing and durable our QB1 is, but... Should Herbie need to sit out one game, and I mean only one game this season, who should step up and take the reins that day, Easton or Chase? I personally believe we have a better chance with Easton due to his arm and mobility, but I know the staff really like Chase. I think Chase is a great mentor for our QB1, but I don't know if it would want if I would want him to play over Easton, who has been with this team for years now. With that being asked, Kay, love you, bye. All right, well, great. Well, first of all, Jay, thank you for the kind words. That really does mean a lot to us. Um, And in regards to your question, I think it's a great question. Looking at it, you know, would you rather Easton stick or Chase Daniel? Um, I would have to say, based off of because we haven't really got to see these guys in games that matter. You know, we've seen them in preseason games. And I mean, say what you will about Chase, if, if him being older and Easton having a better arm, but I think Chase was the was the better guy, right? Yeah, here's what I think. I think if we didn't have the defense, if we had last year's defense, mm-hmm. I like the idea of Easton stick because I think he can do a lot with his legs. He's a lot more dynamic, but there's a higher risk of turnover when you put Easton Stick in the game. That's true. A guy like Chase Daniel, who's been a quarterback in the league for a really long time, you're going to get consistency. Mm-hmm. And with the defense that we have now, that's all we need is consistency. Somebody that's not going to turn the ball over, 
go down and get some first downs, maybe score a couple touchdowns, and hopefully your defense has a great game. Right. In that one, that God forbid, God one forbid. game that Justin's hurt. Yeah. You know, so yeah, I I think and and I think that the the head office, I think that's what our coaching staff, that's why they paid Chase again. Um, they brought him back. He was only on a one year deal, so they paid him to come back. They clearly don't have uh, the utmost confidence in Easton being the guy. So I think. The quarterback situation stays exactly the same. They also love they love Chase Daniels being in the quarterback room with Herbo. Oh yeah, um, I think as a vet, walking him through stuff, and he seems like an awesome guy. Like the interviews he does with uh, our YouTube, and mm-hmm. yeah, so yeah, I think Chase Daniels QB two. Now that that being said, we've seen Easton Stick make the roster almost surprisingly every single year, yeah. just because. The idea of like you could argue carrying three quarterbacks like during the COVID season was like this right. is just our break the glass if we have to yeah. quarterback. Now that we're going into 2022 season, do you foresee us holding three quarterbacks or do you no. think Easton goes? I think he'll be a practice squatter. Okay. Um, I think he still can be. So I think if he is eligible, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know what all those crazy eligibilities are for a practice mm-hmm. squad, but. Uh, if he's eligible, I think we put him on there. I don't think any team is out there keep like keeping track of what Easton Sticks doing. And maybe they are. <laughs> maybe they are. Um, there might I be a couple. I don't, I don't think they're going to come in swoop Easton Stick off of our practice squad. All right. All right. Well, great, great question, Jay. Thank you for asking it. Uh, let's move it on now to Leo, who asked the question. <laughs> like, so. Why are Raider fans so ignorant? <laughs> like Raider fans think they win the division. They're so delusional. Like Billy Jean thinking I'm the father. <laughs> so my question is, how realistic of a chance do we have to sweep a divisional opponent such as the Raiders? Awashamona. <laughs> Can't love you, bye. Great question, Leo. Uh, let's see. Realistic chance do we have to sweep a divisional opponent such as the Raiders? We have well, a great chance. I think, I think, go ahead. I was going to say, well, I mean, the, the one thing that everybody's talked about this offseason is how tough this division is. Like, we're not going up against any teams like the Detroit Lions or, right. you know, the, or whatever bottom tier team. Mm-hmm. Like, the AFC West is pretty well stacked. So, I think, is there a chance? Yeah, I'd say there's definitely a chance because I think we are the better team out of all four. Uh, but it, it ain't going to be easy, right? No. <laughs> no, I don't think it's easy. I think, I think we have a chance. To, I just don't know. Like Raider fans are delusional. Like everyone says how much better all these teams got. Like what they brought in Devonte, they brought in one guy, right? right? Right. So, and he's a wide receiver. So how many times a game does he touch the ball? Wide mm-hmm. receivers get the ball. If they get the ball eight times, that's huge in a game. Right. Yeah, I, absolutely. I, yeah. I'm just, I'm, my cornerbacks and outside linebackers that are on the field every single play making huge impacts on every single play. That's where those gigantic changes in roster happen. And that's what the Chargers did. Right. You bring in one guy, put him with a quarterback, can't throw that well. I'm it's not like they got that much better. They had another terrible draft because they had to give up all their picks to get that one player. Mm-hmm. And so it's, I don't know. I just I'm not I'm not extremely I think the Raiders we could beat twice this year. Yeah. It is it is funny. I was watching like Rich Eisen earlier who was looking at a list of like quarterback, running back, and two pass catchers, whether it's wide receiver and possibly tight end if they're just a better pass catcher. And he's looking at the AFC West and he's like, 
it's the Raiders, man. The Raiders have the best. And I was like, his two co-hosts are like, insanity. no, dude, it's the Chargers. <laughs> like, you're crazy. And I, I don't insanity. know. It really is because I just, I don't see it, man. Like, and I'm like, obviously I'm biased because I'm a Charger fan. Like, and I'm looking at Raider fans going like, yeah, we can beat them. But honestly, I think if you take a step back and look at them subject subjectively, there's just no way. There's no, no. way. And and the and with the Broncos going through what they're going through with another, uh, I mean, both the Broncos and the Raiders have a first time or not first time, but you know, a new coach. Yeah, uh, that's going to probably be implementing some different systems, right? Maybe for better, maybe for worse. You've got Russell Wilson who just came over to the Broncos. Let's run. So right. I don't know. I don't know, man. But I think, yeah, I think there's definitely a chance. It won't be easy, but I think there's definitely a chance we could sweep not one, if not two, teams in the AFC West. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, but Leo, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Mario Vences, who asked the question. First of all, brothers, let me say this. F*** the Raiders, okay? Second of all, can we take a moment to applaud and shout out to YouTube content creators on that Avengers-type video? Please do one more before the season starts. Lastly, what's your favorite bolt item slash memorabilia you own? K love you buy. Well, we already answered the the memorabilia one, but uh, yeah, the the mashup of the year of uh, all the Charger podcasts <laughs> coming together, Avengers Assemble was awesome to to see. Finally, and I was like dreading like. There's going to be a Dutch oven question coming up here shortly. I just know how is it. this going to work? Oh, how is he? How is it get implemented into something like this? And and it was funny. It was actually really, yeah. really enjoyable to see. Um, I don't know what what the plan is. This was all kind of brought together by Chargers Unleashed. Yeah. Um. And 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 they they found a way to get us all together. So, uh, will we do one more before the season starts? I, I think it was a success enough that you could argue that, yeah, why not? So yeah, give it, give another podcast a chance to host it. Maybe yeah. we can host the next one. Oh, there you go. We could, we different hosts for different. Yeah. Oh man. Cause we didn't post it to our channel. They just posted it to theirs. So. Correct. Yes. It'd be so cool if we could, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't look Kevin, <laughs> Ke Kevin's a logistics guy. He's not here. That's I'm not going to make any promises. I'm not going to fulfill because right. he'll be the one setting anything like that up. Right. <laughs> yeah kyle kyle and i we are not the ones that uh do the deals of any kind kevin is no. our deal wheeling and, and dealing guy so He's our dealer uh, he is our dealer so <laughs> we will see if that happens but uh hey thanks for for checking it out and thanks for asking the question mario let's move it on now to gavin gibson who asked the question would you rather be the one to do the coin toss in a Chargers Super Bowl in front of millions of viewers worldwide and get to keep the coin as a memento, or would you rather have a day with three Charger players, previous or current? If you pick the day with players, who are you picking? Also, if you have to pick any that involve kissing Derek Carr in the future, make sure you always pick a Glasgow kiss. Is always bought up in family trust, respect, Kayla, love you, bye. All right, so for those of you that don't know, a Glasgow kiss is a headbutt or a strike with the head to someone's sensitive area. <laughs> so, yes, if we ever are posed in the future with a would-you-rather-kiss-Nerek car or suck a fart, we'll say we'll give him a Glasgow kiss right to the you-know-what, yeah, yeah. right to the yeah. breadbasket. Um, 
but the question of would you rather? So toss a coin or hang with three Charger players for a day? Um, I I don't I don't care much for the attention. So I don't I don't think I would want to do the tossing a coin. Although that means the Chargers are in the Super Bowl. So that's true. That's pretty sick. Oh, but what um, if you and, flip the coin wrong? Uh, I'm pretty <laughs> confident in my coin flipping. Oh, do you? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. But and that would be pretty cool to be a part of Chargers history if we right. won our first Super Bowl and you did. You were you the coin the toss. Coin. Oh God, that'd be cool memorabilia. Uh, I thought I had the answer immediately, but then I you know, kind of started sweetening the pot by like <laughs> going into all the logistics of it. There's some thought that because when you first read this, I was like, "That's a no-brainer." The three Charger players, right? That's but, a, that's what I thought. But I'm also very introverted, and I don't love like small talk conversation and sure. meeting your heroes can be a bad thing sometimes it really can yes it absolutely okay, i'm can. going coin toss wow wow protect myself protect look at my you views of the chargers i don't like small <laughs> talk i'm i like to keep to myself so i can just go out there smile flip a coin be a part of charger history wow yeah wow all right yeah, things escalated there. I talked that, to myself. That, yeah, the dude, we were yeah. like, I saw the off ramp, and I'm like, that's where we're going. And you just yep. kept on the freeway. <laughs> Pretty much. Went to the next marker. Did that's I, crazy. Did I convince you? I mean, you all, <sighs> you almost are, man. Like, I'm I'm teetering on the edge of saying the coin yeah. toss. But man, hanging with three Charger players, because then. <sighs> well, okay, let's talk it through then. What three would you pick? Maybe this will help your decision. Justin Herbert, Phillip Rivers. Okay. And probably Gates. Okay. Not LT. <laughs> or X. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you could honestly you could go with just Phil and Justin because I would love to see them just talk football. That's what I mean. Like to to yeah. to know that they've only chatted a couple of times, like and yeah. been be like, all right, sit down. We're talking right now. Just run game tape, game yeah. film, and let them talk. Talk about how much you love each other, and I'm just gonna <laughs> sit here and watch <laughs> back and forth. Smile. Yeah. Um, Don't worry, I'm not recording. <laughs> slowly bring the phone up. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's great, guys. So yeah, the third, God, I, I the only reason, well, I won't say the only reason, but one of the main reasons is, I mean, God, Gates, Tomlinson, or Eckler, all three of those guys are studs, and all three of those guys would be just fun to, they, they all would be seem fun like great. Dynamic ah, damn it. You, because it would be fun to have a guy that played with both Phil and Justin, so they have some comfortability there. You're right. You're a thousand percent right. he's the only guy that right. could say that. All right. Third would be Keenan Allen. Oh. Thousand percent right. Damn. That would be a fun group. God, that would be amazing. Yeah, because yeah, he could talk really, about yeah. he could compare the two. Like he, yeah. he could say, you throw it like this, you throw it like that. Remember we threw it like this, remember we threw it like that. So <sighs> yeah. I'm gonna fun. go with the three, the three guys, okay. Herbert, Rivers, Keenan Allen. Thanks for talking me through that, Kyle. I was yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I was obviously having <laughs> having a hard friends time. are four. <laughs> And Gavin Gibson, thank you for asking the question there, bud. And we go out of Ask Bolt Fam with our old favorite, Jeebs. Silent D. The D is silent. Who asked the question? All right. So Jeebs asked for Foghorn Leghorn as an opposing coach, realizing he has to play the Chargers defense this week. Here we go. 
I say, I say, that was easy, boy. Those Raiders were so easy, it was a piece of cake, boy. I say, I say, they were overhyped like a damn chicken dinner, son. Ha! That there was a joke, boy. I say, I say, because I'm a chicken, son. No? I say, I say, tough crowd there, boy. That's what we call a knee slapper, son. Get your head out your ass, son. All right, I say, I say, who do we have this week, boy? Chargers, huh? I say, 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 what the f boy? How the literal f boy? Where in the where's the hole in this godforsaken mess, boy? I say, I say, where the f do we shift the mother protection, boy? It's it's a goddamn mystery, son. Is this even legal, boy? I say, I say, it's witchcraft, son. Bosa on that end, Mac on that end. This Bosa combo may be the death of me, boy. Even if we get a pass off, where's it going to go, son? I'll say, I'll say J.C. Jackson is over there, son. ASJ is over there. Callahan is over there, boy. I mean, that fourth best corner is Vato, and that there's bullshit because he was the number one last year, son. I'll say, I'll say, on top of that f***ing shit, you got Derwin f***ing James running around like a goddamn Tasmanian devil just making a <laughs> mess out of everything boy i say i say don't even get me started on the offense son that's a whole nother episode boy i say i say i'm gonna go sit on the shit of sun and contemplate this here game plan my god i say i say while i'm gone boy think about this son Who's going to benefit most from these here pickups, boy? Is it going to be Joey because of Mac or Durin because of JC, boy? I say, I say, I think about that one, boy, and get back to me, son. In the words of my good friend Porky Pig, the, 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 that's all, folks. Now, don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you, boy. Oh, yeah. And I say, I say, the Raiders. Caleb, you bye, son. James, you always bring you always bring the heat, buddy, and I love that the about Bo you. The Bosack. I like that. The Bosack. Yeah. That was <laughs> that is a combo of names that I love. Bosack. <laughs> bring on the Bosack. All right. But I think this is also a great question as far as who do we think is going to benefit more? Uh, let's see. Is it Joey because of Mac or Derwin because of JC? Yeah, I think personally i think derwin's gonna benefit from a lot of the moves that we made we just needed depth for mm-hmm. him to be able to go because last year we got one one corner got hurt chris harris got hurt and then all of a sudden he was not able to do what he needed to do mm-hmm. um so i think the addition of callahan jc jackson and all of those together make the biggest deal if we had just brought in jc i don't think it completely frees up derwin mm-hmm. um but bringing in khalil mack that's just so big for Joey. I think that that is the biggest immediate impact for one player by bringing in one player. Mm-hmm. Just you, 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 you cannot double team Joey Bosa. I mean, you can, but then Khalil's complete is completely open. So yeah, yeah I, I think personally, I think Joey is going to benefit the most from the moves we made. I, I can follow that reasoning, but I'm going to say Derwin is going to benefit the most just because of what. Staley said was like we you know the previous year we built the offense around Justin Herbert this offseason we built the defense around Derwin and I think even though you know if you're just looking at the secondary I mean including the draft we picked up a couple of guys in the draft for that secondary 
because of Derwin's playmaking ability and how we've talked about how versatile he is, how he can basically play any position on the defense. I think it just gives him the opportunity to disguise himself more. And I think he is going to thrive this upcoming season, whether or not it's more than Joey remains to be seen, but because they built it around Derwin, I got to imagine Derwin's the one that's going to kill it. I just, I think that Derwin's going to kill it, but honestly, I I think I would say that Khalil coming in is a bigger impact on Derwin than JC coming in is an impact on Derwin. Really? Because with, with Khalil, say you bring Khalil, Joey, and Seabass up the middle. Mm-hmm. That's a three-man rush. You can now put eight back in coverage. How much more dynamic can Derwin be? Mm-hmm. You could blitz Derwin that much more, or you could drop him down in the box that much more because you already have so many... I mean, yeah, Coach said we like throwing that 5DB stuff a lot, nickel. Mm-hmm. I think we could be in dime a lot with the with the weakness of our team being linebacker and the strength being defensive back. Mm-hmm. I think you could see six defensive backs, and that means Derwin, you don't know what he is. He could be a linebacker. He could be a strong safety. He could be a free safety. He could be a corner. Like You just don't really know. So I think, I think that Khalil is more of a benefit to Derwin than even JC. Because JC, he'll lock up one guy. Mm-hmm. He does eliminate that. He keeps you from having to have a deep safety over the top all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still think that, I just don't think that that corner has as much f- impact on our safety as the box has. I see on what you're safety. saying. I see what you're saying. Um, okay. Well, yeah. Either uh, way, Derwin's going to have a good year. Joey Bosa's going to have, have, have a good year. Everybody's <laughs> going to have a good year. You're going to yeah. have a good year. You're going to have a good year. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, there you go, Jeeves. Thank you for asking the question and thank you everybody for asking questions and ask both fam. We really appreciate it. Uh, hopefully this next episode, we will have Kev hug and Duggan back. That's what he, that's what he promised. Us. Yeah. So don't write us any angry letters. I swear to God, he will come back. <laughs> He's just been vacationing and anniversarying this past couple of weeks. So, um, we will get him back. Uh, but I think that is going to do it for this episode of Charger Chat. Any any final thoughts there, Kyle? No, I'm excited to get Kev back. I'm I'm not ready for this lull in Charger football, though. The wait to training camp it it is it is a lull. We can't can't deny that. But we will we will see some more uh, little tidbits and uh, and we will we will ride. We're going to ride. Let's ride. Let's ride. All right, that's going to do it for us here at Charger Chat. Don't forget to bolt up because we're ready for any squad, any place. Okay, love you, bye. Okay, love you, bye. And now, a word from our sponsors. When you got a craving to stuff your face with delicious treats, then head on down to Bosag Snack Shack. Prevent all that healthy garbage from getting in the way. Press your way into blitz some delicious chips, cookies, and candy into your tum-tum. You're an adult, damn it. You get to decide if you're having cake for breakfast. We're halfway through the new year. Time to deflect the resolutions and bull rush into Bosack Snack Shack. Hey. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.